It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. That's right. I'm here two days in a row, Scooter. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm going all five this week, all five next week. Barring, wow. you know, barring, you know, it being too cold. Oh, an, wait a minute. An injury? Or no, yeah, if I pull a hammy, something like that could uh, keep me out. Welcome to the show, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, the other voice you heard. One of the other voices you heard was Tony Burke. Welcome in. Hey, John. And Scooter Dengus, a.k.a. Justin Kalen, on the other side of the uh, monitor here. I'm here, jacked up. It's Indiana Purdue Day, baby. Tuesday, January 16th. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450, if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. That sound you hear is Tony Burke, who stopped to get his 32-ounce Feel the Chill fountain drink at Thornton's, only 89 cents plus tax. I did not stop today because I don't want to get my car. It's too cold. Hey, and I went in there, John. If you get a 32-ounce for it, the 89 cents. If you're you going to tell me free hot dog, then I'm no, going to be mad. You get a 20 ounce <laughs> bottle drink for a dollar. So wow. I got a 20 ounce diet do. Gatorade cost me a dollar 89. Man, that dude, this dude's thrifty. What a deal. What a deal. 414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. You can hit me up at that number. And don't forget to stop by Thornton's for your ice cold fountain drink, which apparently Comes with a one dollar twenty ounce bottle drink as well. I did not know that. I might have, I might have braved the elements had I known that. NFL divisional round is set. We'll talk about the what a great weekend. What a great weekend. Two games. This should be every year. Now I know it wasn't. You know it was supposed to be three games Sunday, one game Monday, but it's a holiday on Monday. They should do this every year. Agree. Agree. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday, two on Monday. <sighs> I'm exhausted. And finally, we got uh, a good game last night. That was um, well. We didn't have a good game. We didn't have any. We had <laughs> one good game the whole weekend. Is that fair? Detroit yeah. and the Rams. Very fair. One good game. I said on this program, my philosophy in the first round of the playoffs, the Super Wild Card Weekend, is to take the points. And then I didn't take the points. Two and four was the six pack. Scooter, what'd you do? Three and three? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping you have my picks because I, I accidentally threw my paper away. Oh, wow! Keep in man. mind Let's that see. I keep in mind that I switched to the Chiefs yeah. and the Steelers. You were three and two going in last night, and you took. I had Philly last Philly night. Philly last yeah. night, three and three. I think I was three and three actually. Scooter, you got to stop drinking when you're doing no, the show. No, yeah, I had Tampa Bay I'll, last I'll night. I didn't know that. Three. I didn't know I had Tampa Bay. I thought I had Philly. No, I had Tampa Bay last night. So three and three for me as well. Um, but if you take the points, four and two. All I had to do was listen to myself. Usually I'm wrong, but this time I was right, and I did not listen to myself. What do you say when you, you uh, somebody says, uh, listen to your gut, John? My gut's always wrong. Always wrong. Uh, Pittsburgh could have covered there. Mason yeah. Rudolph leading them down. And, and I agreed with whoever the announcer was. I forget who it was. Tony Romo, I think. Just throw it up. Throw it deep four times. Why take off running? What do you got to lose? Short, yep. 31-17, uh, Buffalo was with the win there. They will be at home against the Chiefs. 
That's juicy. On Sunday night, first time ever, Patrick Mahomes is on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, let's see what he does away from home. He's not that good. No. (laughs) And Kelsey can't catch the ball anymore now that he's – Well, he's going to be sad, too, because his brother announced his retirement after last night's Philadelphia loss. Well, then maybe he'll play better. Is he going to win one for Jason? Yeah. Buffalo beats Pittsburgh 31-17. Josh Allen was great yesterday. My guy, Baker Mayfield. Oh, the fighting Baker Mayfields. He was great as well. Tampa Bay goes to Detroit on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I got spread, Scooter. We're not going to do it yet, but – Big spreads on Saturday. That's when the teams that got a bye will play. Baltimore is nine and a half over Houston. Oof. And the Niners are 10 over Green Bay. Again, in the playoffs, I don't care who the teams are. Those are big numbers. Uh, Sunday, Detroit at home is six over the Fighting Baker Mayfields and Buffalo two and a half, Tony, over Kansas City. Does anything jump out on those four? Um, where you want to run to the to the betting parlor right now? I tell you what, a lot of people are saying it, and I believe it. I believe in the Texans, man. Texans are going to give the Ravens all they can handle. Ooh, C.J. Stroud's good. He's been really, and their really defense good. has been good. Um, weather. I still think Baltimore and San Francisco are special. They're both special. It's going to take an act of Congress for one of those for both of those teams not to get to the Super Bowl. I think, but. That's why they play the game, Tony. That's why they play the game. I, Jordan I, Love looked like Joe Montana the other day. Joe Montana. <laughs> no, no, not the guy from Sopranos. And not Tony Montana. No. Come on, man. Joe that's, Montana. That's from Waterboy. Y'all seen Waterboy. Long time ago. Joe Montana. Long time ago. <laughs> Goodness. All right. He hadn't seen many movies, John, Is but he's seen here? Waterboy. Is it here? Because somebody just stopped the program in its tracks. <laughs> We got coaching interviews going on. Uh, Jim Harbaugh interviews with the Niners, uh, with the Chargers, not the Niners. That's going to be former his job. Niners. That's going to be his job. Okay, Michigan is offering him a new contract: six years, eleven and a half million dollars per season, which would make him the highest-paid college coach in any sport, period, in the history of college athletics. Harbaugh is balking at this contract. Because he wants language in it that grants him immunity from being fired for any findings stemming from multiple current NCAA investigations. I thought he <laughs> said they were in, he was innocent. Yeah, that's fishy. That why do you need that if you're innocent? I don't like Jim Harbaugh. I never have. I much prefer John Harbaugh. How could they be so different? <sighs> They're both great coaches. I will say that. But, I mean, their demeanor and the way they carry themselves, they're, yeah. they couldn't be any more He opposite. wants immunity from termination. In other words, hey, when these findings come back. And you cheated. And they find out that, yes, I was involved, and, yes, I did personally hire, what, what's his name? You Connor remember? Stallions. Connor Stallions to go spy on other teams. But I got it in my contract now. You can't fire me. Sorry. I want my $11.5 million. Um, that's going to be hard to turn down because I'm not sure the Chargers or anybody else is going to give him that. In fact, I'm sure they're not going to give him that. $11.5 million a year, Tony. Yeah. 
why would you not stay at Michigan? Especially now the university's balking at the, what he wants here in the, this language in the contract. It almost sounds like he wants them to turn him down. Yes. And he probably does. Well, they wouldn't give me what I wanted. Uh, I love Michigan with all my heart and soul, and I wanted to be their coach until I passed away. But but they didn't give me what I wanted. They obviously didn't didn't value me enough to, to give me what I needed in my contract, so I had to move on. I'm sorry, Ann Arbor and Michigan fans. I love you all. I was staying, but they don't want me. He's going to be the Chargers head coach. Bill, uh, Bill Belichick interviewed with the Falcons. That's, that's hilarious to me. <laughs> he, needs, he needs what, 16 did he wins? A, did, he, did he have a shirt on? Well, that's going to take him eight years exactly. in Atlanta. Did he have a shirt on that said 28-3? to three? <laughs> I mean, Falcon fans, I know it's been a while, but those those wounds are still open. You led 28-3 to three over Tommy Brady in the Super Bowl. He's not going to be the Falcons coach. He's not going to be anybody. Oh no, coach. he is, Tony. No, he's not. He, uh, and if they, okay, and if he we're, is, we're, I'm going to the betting window right now, Tony, with you. And if he goes to the Cowboys, it's not. Who wants? I, I'm going to stick to this. My guns the whole time. I know. Who? First of all, if I'm a GM or an owner, I do not want a 72 year old coach who's on his down spiral. Is Pete Carroll on a down spiral? I would take Pete Carroll before I would take Belichick. Same. There's no way that I would have a guy who is not personable, who has lost. He's You, you can give me all the Super Bowls you want. That's in the past. Somebody's going to hire him, man. And that's with Tom Brady. And if somebody does, good for them to ruin their to ruin their franchise. If Harbaugh doesn't go to the Chargers, it might be the Chargers. Because, it it and won't look, be it's the gonna, Chargers. It's going to be somebody that has a quarterback in place. It Whether won't it's be the Dallas, Chargers. Philadelphia, hello? Jeffrey Lurie, I mean, look, he fired Andy Reid. Yeah. He fired Doug Peterson two years after they won the Super Bowl. And this Eagles team was 10-1, and one, man. We surprised he hadn't been let go already. Who, Sirianni? Yeah. Uh, I was expecting only, the first thing this morning. It's only Tuesday. I'm surprised Mike McCarthy's still the coach. Yeah, same. Yeah. That in Dallas. But Bill Belichick is going to find a landing spot. I'm telling you. I agree with that. And I think it's going to be a team with a quarterback – because he's shown he's not the guy to – he's not a, a personnel guy. And since Brady's left, the moves he's made as a GM and as a drafter are horrible, have been incredibly bad. But he can probably still coach pretty well. And he can definitely know. coach defense. I, don't I know heard that. somebody today say uh, – in fact, it was, it was uh, Sal Palantonio. He said he's got to get an offense coordinator that is up to the times. But he won't. He he hasn't done it in New England. Why, why is he going to do it somewhere else? Why wouldn't you go be a coordinator for Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert with a 72-year-old head coach that only wants to get Don Shula's record? How many wins does he need, Scooter? I think 16 or 18, yeah, somewhere in that ball. All right, two about. years with a good team, two years. Then he walks off in the sunset, and if you're the offensive coordinator that has done the good job for him, boom, you move up to head coach. But you got to get the right person in place. I know you do. But and if you're if you're an offensive coordinator, wouldn't you? Are, are you going to tell Belichick be, what to do if he you, comes in as a head coach? 
If you're the offense, well, he hadn't had an offense coordinator in two no, years. No, I mean, I mean management. Josh, are, are they going to if, if they well, hire Belichick? Are they going to say we're picking and we're getting these guys? Yes. you got to do this, or you're not going to coach. Yes. he's not going to do that. No, he will do that. He was going to do it in New England. He was going to give up some of his power in New England. And Robert Kraft, I think smartly, said, no thanks. We're good. Right. We're going to move on. You say that, and that doesn't mean you do that either. When you're an old crotchety 72-year-old guy okay. that doesn't work good with Who the media. Who would you rather have picking your team personnel, Bill Belichick or Jerry Jones? Neither. <laughs> no, you got to pick one. Those are your two options. I, I would take Jerry Jones. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones has actually brought in. Now he's brought in some thugs over the years mm -hmm. that then, which made me not become a Dallas fan. But he's also brought in some good talent. I mean, he drafted C.D. Lamb. Yeah, drafted Dak Prescott in, in the fourth round, something like that. Who's Belichick telling drafted? Uh, Tom Brady, <laughs> fifth round, one hundred ninety ninth overall pick out of the University of Michigan. I love the other day when you talked about the Patriots. You talked about Stevenson being running back. Ezekiel Elliott was a running back too. Oh yeah, and you were I talking about, about Devontae Parker. He and and then I was like, <laughs> Who else? Okay, okay. Uh, Hunter Henry. Okay. I don't know if he's still on the team. I don't either. Yeah, uh, I know Jacoby Myers is not. He's catching the ball elsewhere and doing a pretty good job of it. Las Vegas. I just think somebody is going to give him an opportunity. They just will, Tony. Uh, you I, see, somebody you, will. You and, see and, these and coaches recycle recycled all the time. They recycle. Dan Quinn, whose team gave up forty-eight points in three quarters to Green Bay, he he'll be a head coach next year. And Maybe. he wasn't a good head coach when he was a head coach. at Atlanta. No, well, he was on the end of that twenty-eight to three, <laughs> on the bad end of that. Um, but he'll be a head coach, whether it's Atlanta, Carolina. I don't think they're taking back in Atlanta, but Carolina maybe. There are seven openings right now, or there were seven openings. Um, Gerard Mayo, interesting pick in uh, yeah. New England, but I think it was in his contract. I think when he signed on as coordinator, the contract was, if I'm still here when Bill leaves, I'm the head coach. Is that what I read? Scooter, did I read that right? Or was I, was I drinking, I drinking too that. many Coronas that day? I didn't see that. Well, By the way, I do have an argument on Tony's side of things. The oldest coach. Did you mute yourself? Because we don't. I don't want to hear that. The oldest coach in NFL history was Romeo Cornell at seventy-three years, one hundred ninety-nine days old. Well, and you, the and oldest you thought Tom in NFL Landry history. was like eighty. Pete Carroll wants to coach again. Yeah, but Pete Carroll's Pete found Carroll the looks, looks like he's forty-seven yes. years old. That is unbelievable to me. What he looks like, a running down the field, jumping up, down, seventy-two. Okay, and and I'm sorry if you're 72 out there. I'm 60. <laughs> I'm 60. But what a caveat. first of all, most people don't want me. I'm old. If and when you're, you're hiring somebody, how many people, even if you were great at your job, somebody walks in at 72 years old and goes, hey, I've got great experience. I want to do that. And they look at him and go, hey, that's a great place to start with a 72-year-old. Great movie, The Intern, Robert De Niro, Anne Hathaway. Give it a look. He's a 70-year-old 70, 70 intern. Um, uh, 70, by the way, Tony Burke does not speak for the views of this station. <laughs> I just want to let all the 72-year-olds and older out there know that, that is, those, those do not reflect the values and views of WXVW. 
I just I, look, hey, when you tell the truth, you tell the truth. Mike right? Tomlin yesterday, Scooter, you're a Steeler guy. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting post game when he the uh, reporter started with the question. Mike, you have one year left on, and there he goes. He walked out. Mm-hmm. You have one year left on your contract. All he has to do is say, as far as I know, I'm the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's all he's got to say. Yep. Now, he, he, how old do you think Mike Tomlin is? You, you may know, Scooter. Tony, mm-hmm. how do you think Mike Tomlin is? I'm going to say 50. Scoots? I don't know, but I know he was – I mean, he's in his 40s. 50, I know that. 51. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. So he's young. Been around a long time. He, look, he is a whole person who can drink younger than Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. Think about that. <laughs> but I think he wants to do TV. I think he'd be great. No. I think he'd be great at TV. Stop it right now, John. Absolutely. Stop it. I don't. Why do you walk out when that question begins to be asked? I mean, you got one year left on your contract. Uh, are you looking? The question was probably going to finish. Are you looking for an extension in the off season? Uh, do you plan on being back in Pittsburgh? We certainly expect you back. He didn't even let her get to that part of the question. I mean, from Tomlin's perspective, though, the first part of that question tells you all you need to know. You have one one season left on your contract. Okay, there's nothing to say here. I'm under contract for but one more year. She didn't even ask the question. Sounds like a Steelers apologist. To Maybe me. she was going to say, "Do you want to?" And, you know, do you expect an extension? Are you expecting to be back in Pittsburgh next year? He he did not want anything to do with that question, and there's got to be a reason why. Man, if he's not the head coach of the Steelers, I'm going to lose. The my Steelers mind. have had three coaches, I think, in my lifetime. That's probably not true, but Chuck Noll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin, in the last how many years? Forty, forty-five years? Hundred, yeah. So. They they don't go willy nilly. They're not they're not he David. They're not David Tepper in Carolina, just firing people in the middle of the season. Almost your whole life, fifty five years. Those three span. That's incredible. Yeah. And, and I agree with you that he they're not going to get rid of Mike Tomlin. I agree with that. Unless Mike Tomlin doesn't want to be there anymore. That's the only thing. Right. My, my question is, he does. Does he know he's okay. not coming back, and he didn't want to even entertain that question? No, it's one of those guys that says, that's a dumb question. I don't want to answer it. I got other stuff to think about. Just walk away. All right, we'll preview all those games and Purdue and Indiana tonight. Scooter mentioned it at the top. Get your Peacock, uh, if you don't have it yet, get your uh, subscription to Peacock. (laughs) Purdue and Indiana tonight, exclusively the same place that the Dolphins and Chiefs were on Peacock. Feel the chill, baby. Feel the chill on (laughs) Peacock. We'll take a break. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Guy. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke here as well. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the monitor. M&M Cartage Hotline's open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Texter says, Arkansas is plus three at home versus A&M tonight. I bet they win by double digits. Here's a – okay, everybody knows my uh, system, if you listen to the program in college basketball, once conference play gets underway. 
home underdogs that are not ranked versus ranked teams. There are four tonight. Now, this game between Arkansas and A&M, neither team is ranked. So it doesn't fall into the system. But another system I have, Tony, when you beat Kentucky or Duke or Carolina Kansas, so a blue or blood. Kansas, the next game, bet against whoever beat them. And A&M beat them. Plus they're on the road. A&M's on yes, the road. Yes, The road does factor into that as well. So Arkansas get, Arkansas's been terrible. Yeah, they're a dumpster. Now they've had some bad luck. Injury wise, but they've been awful. They were supposed to be very talented. I know. This year. They've got talent. Uh, by the way, if you're Louisville and you're looking for your next head coach, I thought it was going to be Eric Musselman. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Mick Cronin? Oh, hang on a second. UCLA stinks. They stink. I'm still under the impression these guys are doing it on purpose. So they don't have to coach Louisville? Yep. Oh, well. That is a <laughs> that is a conspiracy theory I hadn't heard that I love. And you know what? Musselman hadn't taken his shirt off lately. I think his wife said, keep it on. <laughs> Unless you beat somebody good, keep your damn shirt on. All right, Purdue and Indiana tonight. By the way, Tony, you were at the uh, LIT this weekend, right? I sure was, How John. much fun was that? I was in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, Heard y'all cheated. No, you know what, Scoot? <sighs> Tony, uh, did you have anything to do with that final score? I, I don't know why he said have, you all cheated. Scoot, I've always been for replaying high school basketball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, where's the rim shot there? That's uh, – but at full speed, to be truthful, being a Saints guy in the Trinity game, I thought in at live time, I didn't think it was good. But it was very Tony's quick. Tony's eyes were correct. And Shouldn't I was be. correct. But when you're, you, you've are you done a million games, you know, it's happening quick. Bang, bang. It's easy to see when you stop it and look at it, but these guys don't have that opportunity. Uh, Tigers caught a break, but they also beat Mail, they beat Trinity. And then they beat a really good Butler team. All three teams that were seated higher than St. X. Yeah, so uh, it was fun. And as a St. X guy, me and John been doing the radio there 20 years more. Uh, we weren't doing radio, but. I was one year old the last time they won the uh, <laughs> the uh, LIT. LIT. So it, it, it's a big feather in the cap. I don't remember it, by the way. It's a big feather in the cap for the Tigers. It is a very talented young group of guys. And uh, now they have to prove from here on out. And I will say this, me and John were talking. They've got two losses on the year. One of them was Prolific Prep, who was number four in the country at the time by nine. And they lost to Gibbs, Florida, who was the 13th-ranked team in the state of Florida in a close game. And those are their two losses as of tonight. How do they come up with a seating for the LIT? Um, Seth Seth ratings. rating, whatever that is. Oh, okay. Computer ratings. used to be lit ratings. We, we couldn't figure out how, how those were measured either. So, um, Manuel was actually the number one seed. And they only have one loss. Butler beat them. They've got two losses now. They only have one, as you mentioned, only have one coming in. They were the number one seed. Um, It's that crazy scooter RPI type thing where they put in wins and losses. And if you play teams out of the state, you play great teams out of the state, it doesn't help you. It's kind of like the net rankings. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of like net rankings. There are good wins. there There are wins that don't help you at all. And there are losses that kill you and losses that don't hurt you at all. Speaking of the net rankings, did you all know Roush went on a rant this morning about this? Did you all know Houston after losing two games last week? Still number one. No, they only went down three spots. Maybe it's another sort of no, 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 that's the AP people. Oh, okay, yeah, they're, yeah. they're number AP five. Their rankings are still number one. Yeah, 
right? Yeah, and five in the AP. Yeah, that, that's what it was, Scoot. They dropped. Yeah. Kansas. Kansas. In the top five. They Kansas lost, two games. lost to Central Florida and did not drop. Didn't drop. Still third. <laughs> uh, Purdue was number one. They lost. They're number two. But everybody lost. Everybody yeah. lost. Almost other other than UConn, UConn everybody North Carolina. lost. Yeah, everybody lost. Um, Indiana, by the way, this is a big game tonight. Mm-hmm. They are ninety eight in the net, and I know we don't look at the net a lot, but a quad one win against Purdue tonight, they're going to shoot up. Yeah, and they are. They are. If they're not on the bubble yet, they are squarely on the bubble, and maybe inside the top sixty four actually. Because uh, they would be thirteen and five with a win over Purdue. They have beat Purdue two times in a row at you know Assembly Hall. You know what's killing them? That loss to Kansas. How? If they could have just beat oh, Kansas yeah. at home, mm-hmm. they had that game won. Um, it's a resume game tonight. That's what it is. It's a resume game at home against a team you've beaten twice in a row, both times last year. You've beaten them twice in a row at Assembly Hall. Uh, Indiana, by the way, nine and a half point underdogs. What's your thought a of big on number, that? Big number. That's just disrespectful. That's a big number. There is there is not a team in the country that should play at Assembly Hall and be favored by nine and a half. That just shouldn't happen. But you know what that says, Scoot? Bet Indiana. It says bet Purdue. Bet Purdue. <laughs> uh, Edie, Zach Eady, 30 and 20 last time out against Penn State and three steals and three block shots. Penn State doesn't have Khalil Ware, though. Penn State. Is not good, and they're six point underdog at home against eleventh ranked Wisconsin tonight. And guess what? I'm taking Penn State. Scoot, here's what scares me about Ware in this game: foul trouble. Oh, same. Because, yeah, because yeah, if Edie gets in that block and go turns and just knocks you over like he does, he's so big that that would worry me. Bruce but got I some can't shooters. believe you're not going to be there on a pass, Scoot. Where are you, man? No kidding. Come on. I I, it's too cold. You should be leaving this studio heading straight up there. Going to the sports bar, sitting up there, ready to go. It's too cold. My car won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Malik Renew, 16.3 a game. Khalil, Khalil? Is that right? Khalil, Khalil yeah. Ware, 14.8. Both of those guys shooting 55% or better this year. That number may take a dip with Zach Eady patrolling the middle. But on defense, Tony, I know Purdue's got shooters. Smith, Lawyer, Trey Kaufman, whatever his name is. Trey Kaufman, Ren. Those guys can shoot, but don't you double every time he touches the basketball down low? If, well, if ZD gets the ball any, anywhere within eight feet of the basket, don't you immediately double? I, I think you do, but it's so hard because he's so big. And – I, I, when I watch them, I go, why are they setting high ball screens with Edie getting him away from basket? But then he goes right down the lane. And how, and how do you get in it front of him? It takes him one stop? step to get there, it, too. It, he's so big. It's crazy. The one thing, though, about Ware and Renew, though, they both of those guys are very capable shooters from behind the perimeter. Yeah. So I'd so, look for that to be so a big So who does he guard? Me. Exactly. I was watching, uh, I was in Arkansas Friday night, uh, bellied up to the uh, hotel bar. Uh, keeps name dropping he's in arkansas bellied up to the ball you think conway arkansas is name dropping <laughs> and uh i was watching indiana minnesota was my point and khalil Ware mm-hmm. just knocking down threes in that first half yeah. i thought wow he's a really good i thought shooter. if this guy can do that yeah and then baco had his best game yep well and that's the thing purdue who does who guards in baco for purdue because mbaco's been playing well for two three weeks now now, Purdue's got uh, Indiana's got to guard Purdue too. Purdue's offensive efficiency is inc- incredibly high. 
Averaging 85 a game, I was just like, So, uh, you know, you got to outscore them? Is that the bottom line? I think Shoot so. Shoot some threes and outscore them. Well, the three is always. It's, Mike Woodson's beat them three out of the oh, last four. Them. Both last year, both uh, the last two games at Assembly Hall. So, uh, is Mike Woodson getting heat? Was he getting heat a week yeah, ago? Did I is, see that? Yeah, which I don't really wow. understand. Yeah, but, I don't get that. Yeah, he is. Because why, Tony? Yeah, Mike Davis and Tom Crean and Archie, Archie Miller. Miller. Come on. You want to know why, Tony? Because despite not having any tournament success in the last 25 years or so, Indiana fans are still one of the most impatient fan bases in all the country. I guess. I guess so. Drives me nuts. Who'd they lose to that they got all the grief? The game before Minnesota. Who was it? It was Rutgers, right? Yes, Rutgers. On the road, by the way. In conference. In conference against a not a not a doormat here. It's not like you lost to Penn State. I don't get it. I, you know, it's Kentucky fans. Mad at Calipari after that loss. Louisville fans. <laughs> mad at Kenny Payne. All right. Well, they should be. <laughs> wow. They should be mad. <laughs> mm. That's just mean. That That's just had to come from spirited. back. It just came right. in, in the role there. <laughs> Should Kentucky fan be concerned at all after that loss to Anna? No. I agree. I said this yesterday. That team's just getting better and better and better. A&M played. They got to rebound. Right. That, that's they the, got to find a way to rebound. And I, I don't think, I don't know anything about Big Z, but I don't think he's the answer there. Mm-hmm. Trey Mitchell's got to get inside and get some rebounds. Yeah. I love Trey Mitchell. But he has. I well, love his shots. He's he's got. Well, your boy's got to get stronger, Aaron Bradshaw. Yeah, those fouls. He's got to be stronger with the ball too when he gets it. And then Yenso, I guess you need him. You did. You got to have him get some boards. Trey Mitchell has to stop playing forty plus minutes a night. Is what he needs to stop. Yeah, doing. and Bradshaw didn't That's help tough. that. The other right. night. Yeah, Bradshaw. Well, and then, yeah, four that fouls is, in four yeah, minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's. His first four fouls were in four minutes on the court. Yeah, he he won't play that many minutes if Bradshaw can stay on the floor. But the other side of it, to me, but guards win championships. Yes, and you're once again, John. You just said it on the road, hostile environment. A team that a needed team a team that win, was desperate, desperate team, and a team that couldn't make was three hundred and fifty five in the country in threes, and we're lighting them up from everywhere. That's how it works. A and talented team. Very talented. A team that was suppo- supposedly top a, three top, in the conference. a top 20 team starting the year. Tennessee, Kentucky, Texas A&M, preseason, those were the three yeah. everybody was talking about. And, and Arkansas a little bit, Auburn a little bit. And, and Alabama, I guess. And did Kentucky just play terrible? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. What was the final score? Overtime. Overtime, 97 to 92 or A&M something? A&M covered, though. They did? They were given points. Oh, anybody that had the points was wanting Reed Shepard to miss one of those free throws. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, don't foul Reed Shepard late. I know that's going to come back to haunt me, but six for six against Florida at the end, and those two against A&M, Tony, with basically no time on the clock, it hit the rim. Yeah, he, he well, wants to be there. He's built for that. Let me ask you all about that because I found that very interesting. I know Reed's super confident, and he walked up to the line with a smile. Why would Kentucky not put guys in the lane just in case that second one misses? I mean, they eliminated the chance at a tip-in. That's a good question. I, I didn't I, understand that. I wasn't <laughs> watching live because I was sitting in a car out at uh, Valley waiting oh. to go into the oh. LIT. Oh, you name-dropping? <laughs> oh. But – 
I, I saw it later, and I did, I, did, I did say it was big out of fishes. Okay. Uh, oh, so was, you know oh, it was a nice one. It was a one. Beamer. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was sitting in my BMW <laughs> waiting to go into the game. Um, Yeah, you know what? I didn't that know. Was, I didn't realize that, Scooter. Yeah, I, that was super strange to me. That is yep. bizarre because the only chance you have on a miss is if you get a tip in because mm-hmm. game's over, right? Yep. Out of confidence. <sighs> and he had missed one. He missed his first one of the game. He had missed one. Boy, but I, if I'm Kentucky fan, I want him at the line always. Well, the game before, always. he wasn't going to pass the ball. He just kept dribbling. And it worked. So they fouled him. Six yeah. for six. Um, I think DJ Wagner's playing better. Playing really well. Every time out. Yes. Uh, Re- Dilling- Dillingham's Dillingham. Dillingham, you're still going to get – you don't know what you're going to get. And when you get to good Dillingham. You'll get a four-minute segment of the game where he's a you know, player of the year. And then you get a four-minute segment where you're yelling, get him out of the game. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. I'll tell you all this right now. And we haven't even talked about Antonio Reeves. Robert Dillingham is Coach Cal's next Supermax player in the NBA. I don't disagree. I feel very confident in saying that. You mean Super Tyrese Maxey player? Hello. Hello. Tyrese Maxey had another 27 last night. He's been phenomenal. And did you see the interview? I hate to kind of go off that. Go ahead. Uh, He was interviewed on (laughs) NBA Network. You know Ed's on this show sometimes. Yeah. You can say anything you want. Well, it, it's on that line. Maxie got interviewed, and, okay. and she was asking why all these guards are so great in the NBA that have played at Kentucky. And he said, Coach Cal challenges us. He builds us up. He prepares us by being tough with us and being honest with you us. You and Cal won't use that as a recruiting oh, tool? And you know what? That video will be on, playing on a on loop. A loop. I, I'm not sure who was doing it. And she, uh, and she goes, well – I'm uh, doing a recruiting video for Kentucky. <laughs> I guess if you're a guard, you're going to Kentucky now. Uh, TJ Walker with the text. Uh, he did miss one of three in overtime. Talking about Reed Shepard. Right, he did. He missed it. Uh, you know what? Guys miss free throws. And does he shoot bricks? No, they he just roll not. off. He they does just not. roll off. Uh, Texter says, did you see Jeff Goodman? Ooh, don't want to see listed Jeff Kenny Payne as the worst college basketball hire in the last 25 years. Wow. <laughs> but hey, finally number one in something. That's the rest of the text. <sighs> you know, first of all, what makes you put out a list of the worst <laughs> hires yes. in the last 25 years? You're Jeff years? Goodman. Because yeah. you're a douche. I mean, why do you do that? Yeah, I met him at the uh, Oaks the, the one The one, right? I was at the Oaks. Oh, at the Oaks, okay. Um, like our, a nice our, our buddy Big Al the Fish <laughs> said he sat and talked with him, and he's a nice guy. I think at Keeneland, maybe. Yeah. I think so he, he sat and talked with him, said he he'd, he'd do it again. Said he was a nice guy. But why do you put that list? No, uh, there's no sense in that. You know who the worst player that ever walked on at Michigan State was? <laughs> what? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Preview of the uh, NFL playoffs and a preview of tonight's. Action in college basketball. I'm going to tell you the upsets tonight. Get your pen and pencil ready, Buck and Iroquois. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment on this Tuesday. I don't know who's joining me in studio tomorrow. Ed, if you're listening, you're more than welcome. I'll be here. Well, I know you'll be here. That's what, am I, chop liver? Yes. 
Yes. I could be driving by. Could, Tony, be, a, could be a drive-by. <laughs> Tony does drive-bys now. Remember he came in in the middle of the show one day? He did, yeah. He had a suit on. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was, had been to Illinois or something. I don't know what was going on. But in any event, we got uh, college hoops tonight. Uh, system bets tonight. There are four of them. And if you don't know the system, here it is. Home dogs. This is conference play now. Home underdogs that are unranked versus ranked opponents. There are four tonight, Tony. You tell me if you dislike or dislike any of these bets. Scooter, you can chime in as well. Thanks. 7 o'clock on our friends at Peacock. Purdue and Indiana. Purdue number two in the country, 15 and two. Indiana's 12 and five. Purdue is a nine and a half point favorite. The system says Hoosiers at home, baby. And they play better at home. There's no doubt about that. They play much better at home. Um, the only thing that scares me is Vegas on that one, but I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a lot of points. Yeah, that point tells anybody that understands what's going on here that Vegas wants you to bet Indiana. Yes. They want to win money by you betting on Indiana, which means Purdue's probably the bet here. Ask and you shall receive, Vegas. There you <laughs> I'll, I'll take tell them. They're the not always right, are they, Scooter? That's right. Scooter, are you uh, firing on the Hoosiers tonight? Are you unloading? Oh, I am. Are you, are I'm, you? Not, I'm not unloading, but I'm definitely going to place a wager. I, I told you before we came on that I'm betting money line, to which you responded, you can't bet money line versus a nine-and-a-half-point you know underdog. He said, you know he said? Louisville is 16-and-a-half-point underdog at They Miami. got it done, and Louisville stinks. Indiana only <laughs> sometimes stinks. And Scooter obviously hopes tonight is not one, one of, those of those times. Come on, Moneyline. Uh, number three, Kansas. Nine o'clock game. So you got a late night game here in Stillwater against Oklahoma State, who's eight and eight. Kansas is a six and a half point favorite ESPN game tonight. Once again, Vegas. Want you to bet Kansas, it feels like, on this one. Yes. Because no. Oklahoma State's eight and eight. I feel like Vegas wants you to bet Oklahoma State. I think State. they do, too. Do you really? Yeah. On the road that, in that low, That number's way too low. Yeah, I think so, too. I was saying it wrong. I don't know. I think they want you to bet Kansas to, you know, Kansas lost at UCF last week, and it's a it's a bounce-back road game. I know they had a home win, but it's a bounce-back road game for them. I don't know. Agree to disagree. Ninth rank Baylor at Kansas State, another Big 12 game. Baylor's a slight favorite in this one. In fact, I think I had them at pick them now, but they, when I bet it, they were a one point favorite. I've seen Kansas State. I don't think they're very good, but they're at home. I got Kansas, Kansas, State Kansas State is one and a half point favorite. Favorite? Favorite. Oh, see, that changes things. Yeah, gotta gotta be a dog yeah, here. This Throw is it by out. ESPN. It's got Kansas State as a point. Yeah, favorite. I got a point earlier today. I got Kansas State plus one today. Uh, so that's got to make you feel good. Yeah, two and a half point movement in a couple hours in, in my favor. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, Wisconsin ranked eleventh. Has anybody seen the Badgers play? Mm -mm. No, because they're usually I usually fall asleep. I mean, they're on Peacock the a lot. <laughs> they're on Peacock a lot, I guess. Um. At Penn State, Penn State's 8-9. They're not very good. Saw what Purdue did to them over the weekend. Purdue's Purdue, though. Big Ten Network, again, late start here. Keep that in mind. Wisconsin, six-point favorite on the road. Wouldn't touch it. Well, I, but I already did. I know. I, I just tell you, I personally would not bet that game. Now, here are the road favorites. Other than Kansas State tonight, TCU's ranked 19th. They're at Cincinnati, yet Cincinnati is a three-point favorite. Cincinnati's pretty good now. 
They're they're very. They barely under, lost to TCU the other night. No, that was uh, that was Baylor. Uh, but they beat they BYU. Beat IU. Cincinnati's scary. Twelve and four. TCU's thirteen and three. TCU, by the way, is coming off a big win, and I think that's why Cincinnati is a three point favorite. Yeah, Cincinnati lost by three to Baylor. They lost by one to Texas. Yep. They beat BYU by eleven. Their last three games. So that's that's a pretty good. Uh, you know, they're staying in it, and they're three point favorites at home against the rank the ranked Horn Frogs. And then uh, Utah State, Tony, sixteenth in the country at New Mexico. Little Ricky Patino is fourteen and three with the Lobos. And the Lobos are six-point favorites over the 16th-ranked team in the country. That tells you right there. I don't there. know anything about the Big West or Mountain West or whatever the hell conference this is, but that tells me unload on New Mexico. Yeah, I watched about three minutes of New Mexico against Nevada. Um, it's about two Nevada and a half minutes too against long, Nevada. too much. Offered against Patino. I watched about three minutes, and it didn't do anything for me. <laughs> Five o'clock game today. Anybody, anybody nice. regular for the ready for the uh, five o'clock Love start five on a Tuesday, the sure. day after MLK Day? Yeah, Florida at six ranked Tennessee. Tennessee's nine and a half. That's an ESPN five o'clock start. Gosh, I think Vegas is uh, wants, Make, wants wants you bet to bet Tennessee. They they want you to bet Tennessee. No, they want no, you to they bet, want Florida. You bet Florida. Tennessee seems to be the bet. Tennessee's here the bet because it's illogical. I said that backwards. It's illogical. Yes. Um, who did Tennessee play Saturday? Georgia. Georgia, Georgia had that game. Georgia had beaten the, the whole game. I was uh, watching that game in Conway, Arkansas. If you didn't know, I was watching I it was. in my basement. I actually, I had a midway doubleheader on Saturday. Looked at the score at one point. Georgia was up by, I guess it was close to twenty. And I was like, "Holy smokes, that's that's insane!" Check the score. <laughs> Holy smokes, Batman! Check, check the score when I got no, home no, no, later no, that no, night, no, and I was no, like, no, "Wait, no, no, Tennessee won." Uh, Crazy. Over under that game's one fifty nine. 80 apiece. Can wow. we make 5 p.m. games a thing? Or like a regular I thing? I would love 5 yeah. p.m. You are You guys are so old. <laughs> no, I just like a game when it's it's early Scooter. that you don't have anything else going on. You're going to be in bed at 930. <laughs> Come on, Scooter. Grandpa. Um, all right. NBA last night. Philadelphia beat Houston 124-115. Joel Embiid, first game back from being out for a few weeks, 41-10. and 10. <laughs> He's pretty good. Tyrese Maxey, 27 points and seven assists. Uh, I'm doing the UK L thing here. Cleveland beat Chicago 109-91. I had the over in that game, Tony, which didn't get close. Cleveland had 40 points in the first quarter, 69 the rest of the game. Wow, Whoa. and you're betting over. That they won, killer. but they didn't They didn't hit the over. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 34 points and seven assists for the Cavs last night. Miami over Brooklyn. Overtime, 96-95. Great, great finish. Overtime. I watched it. I watched the finish. Tyler Hero, 29 points, 11 rebounds. Good. Um, Boston beat Toronto, 105-96. Are the Celtics the best team in the East? Milwaukee crushed them this week. 31. Boston was coming off, was uh, second game back-to-back of a back-to-back. And middle of the third quarter, late third quarter, they sat everybody. They were just gassed. They said, Jalen packed it in. Jalen, Jason, Chris stops. Take the rest of the night off. And uh, yeah, what was it? Thirty-one. It was a blowout. Whatever it was. Yeah, it was one eleven to eighty. Who wins the East? Boston, Milwaukee, or other? Other. I still like. I still like Milwaukee. Who's the other? Philly. Ooh. Now. I like Milwaukee. I like Philly. You know, I'm a Celtic fan, 
And uh, as a pessimist that I am, I think Milwaukee's going to win the East. Uh, what about the West? Who wins the West? Denver again? I think so. They're the best team. There's so much. <laughs> you look at the lineup and you watch my, our boys, the Joker, play, and you go, there's no way this team wins a title. But they do. Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, uh, name another nugget. I have no idea. Bruce Brown? No, he's, he's with Indy. He's with Indy, right. yeah. Give me another one. Give me another nugget. I should know. I watch I know. him all the time. Oh, Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon's yeah. good. Oh, number 50. Um, and Lakers uh, won last night, late night, if you uh, were had to go to bed like Scooter does. 112-105 over Oklahoma City. Anthony Davis, 27 points and 15 rebounds last night. He's playing great right now. Mm -hmm. The Lakers aren't, but he's playing pretty darn well right now. And uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the loss, 24.6 assists. I still have a, a a future bet on OKC to win it all. Am I out of it? No, I I, I don't think you're going to win it, but I've liked them the whole time. Their record's great. Yeah, and and he can carry yeah. a game if he get we get some help from those other guys. Did you watch any of the Spurs game? Did you watch any of the Spurs game? They lost to Atlanta, 109-99. They were down like thirty. By the way, they cut it to like three. Victor. Wimbanyama was really good last night. He is really good. And when he figures it out, he's going to be really good. 26 and 13 last night. By the way, the last six games, I had a six team over on the last six NBA games last night. All six went under. <laughs> wow, that had not been a while, has it? Been a while. Um, Does that mean the overs pop off tonight? Golden State lost 116 107 to Memphis. You can't bet against Memphis. On Martin Luther King Day, what John Morant in Memphis? John Morant was he's, he's out for the playing. year. Yeah, oh, he's out for the year. I didn't realize he was out for the yeah, whole year. He's out for the year. Memphis oh. beat him though, one sixteen, one hundred seven. Draymond Green's back, and apparently it didn't matter. Well, John, they're he, done. He's done with his antics. Is Golden State done? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. done for now. Oh yeah, he. Yeah, uh, but he, he, he was Tony. He was going to retire. Yeah, well, he it, can change. You know, talk to him out of it. Commissioner Adam Silver talked him out of it. Uh, I, was, I thought you were going to say Bobby it's, Petrino. It's such a feel-good story. <laughs> Draymond Green, the new and improved, uh, repentant Draymond Green. It's such a great story. You know, you know the bad part Until is? Until he I'm, gets I'm, teed up and thrown out a week from tonight. No, he's not going to do that. I'm not going to be able to text I got you. I'm not going to be able to text you the little emoji. The turd emoji? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to because he's different now. It's the new Draymond. I carrying his daughter's golf clubs or something. Tony, you're regularly. Tony, used can you take over? I've, I've got. I guess. <laughs> well, he got scoot. As, as Brian Piccolo said, there must be a thousand pounds of pollen in the air today. My eyes are watering. <laughs> you're regularly using the poop emoji in text conversations. Just, uh, just, just for on Draymond. Draymond. Oh, okay. Literally, right. that makes it better. It's the only time I've ever seen him use it is on Draymond. <laughs> Every time I send, I mention Draymond Green. If, if he's on TNT and he gets a technical or he tackles somebody, all, I, all of a sudden my phone rings with all it is is a turtle emoji. <laughs> and I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I right, two games on TNT tonight Denver at Philadelphia, Scooters Philadelphia 76ers. That's right. Against the defending champs. Only meeting in Philly this year. The Sixers are three and a half point favorites. Now keep in mind, you've got to know who's playing in these games. Denver didn't play last night. So I'm going to assume they're all playing. I don't know if Embiid's going to play on back-to-back coming off that injury, which is uh, something you need to know before you bet. But Philly's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It makes me feel like he's going to play. Uh, and the 10 o'clock game, if you want to see Shea Gilgis-Alexander, get yourself a nap and watch this game. He is How much fun is he to watch? He's great to watch. Oh, it's unbelievable. 
He had six and ones the other night <laughs> in one game, which which tied an NBA record. Giannis, he's, he's amazing. Giannis really. is the only other one that's done that. Now that is, you got to make the free throw for that to be a true and one. He had six of them in a the game. Well, you got to remember they played in LA last night and, and tonight, lost tonight. And now they're playing the same place against the Clippers. Clippers are five and a half tonight. Again, they did not play last night. OKC on on a back to back here. Who you got? Okay, uh, I'm pulling for five OKC, but I'm I'm going to take the Clippers if I'm better. You're not taking the points here. Nope, not on back to back nights. We're going to Tony and I are going to have a lot of bets here. Whether <laughs> Belichick is coaching next year, whether OKC can cover tonight against the Clip Joint. Um, he still owes us yeah, for the Rick Pitino to Texas one. He does. I should, you, I should give y'all stakes, stakes for that one. That was one of the worst calls ever. Thanks to Scooter. Thanks to Tony. And thanks to listeners. We appreciate you more than you're ever going to know because I'm never going to say it again. Back at it tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe.